You're listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast, conversations between girlfriends who have the knowledge and information to educate and empower you before, during, and after a divorce. We are here to remind you that you're grown and you got this. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Cook. I'm really excited about the episode today because it's one of my favorite topics, and that's gift giving. I love giving gifts and not expensive gifts. That's never the point for me. It's always been the thought behind and the intent behind the gift and hunting for the right gift for a special person, whether that's your best friend or your son or daughter, or frankly, even your soon to be ex, it can just bring so much joy to one's life, both as the giver and certainly then the receiver of the gift. So I love gift giving. And so I wanted to spend some time today talking about the eight gift ideas to give kids whose parents are going through a divorce. And I want to start in kind of a countdown, right? So we're going to start with number eight, and that's subscription boxes. So there are subscription boxes for just about everything nowadays. You can get puzzle pieces, you can get makeup, you can get clothing, cooking supplies, and everything in between. And what's great about subscription boxes for children is that they are age specific. So there are some boxes that are tailored to very young children, and then there are those that are great for teenagers. And what's great, especially when a child is either going between households, that they have something to look forward to um, at your home or even at the other parent's home that is just theirs, but it's kind of that monthly or weekly, depending on the subscription, that's their surprise. And it's always exciting and entertaining. So this is always a great gift when you think about something that is unique to their interest, but also can be age appropriate. So subscription boxes starts us off at number eight. Moving to number seven, jewelry. So here's the thing about jewelry. I'm talking about the kind of jewelry that is meaningful between you and your child. So maybe that's a locket or a bracelet or something that has a unique connection between the two of you. Maybe you buy a tandem set so that you have one and they have another matching one and the two of you have something special together. It doesn't have to necessarily be expensive, but if your funds allow and you want to purchase an investment piece for the child, then go right ahead. On the flip side, you know, if you are somebody who is crafty and you want to make your own unique friendship bracelet, there was a time in middle school where I could make a pretty mean friendship bracelet. Maybe that's your thing but some sort of jewelry or something that allows for a connection between the two of you. You know, lockets go in and out of style. And certainly 
It is something that I find to be a treasured piece that I, in fact, have a locket from many years ago that I absolutely love and has true meaning for me. And so I often think about how special it is to be able to share that kind of a jewelry piece with your own child. A locket doesn't necessarily, though, have to be um, in a necklace. So maybe it is on a keychain or maybe it is um, attached to um, a watch. Um, And so there are many ways to make a connection with a child through a piece of jewelry, whether it is expensive or not. So jewelry, I think, is always a great gift, especially for kids who are going through divorce, and they may need something to kind of further connect with you in a deeper way. So number seven being jewelry um, that has some sort of personal meeting and connection. Moving on to number six, a journal. A journal is a fantastic gift for kids and really of any age. The great thing about journals is that for older kids, yes, it can be the traditional type of journal where they can express their feelings. But for younger children, maybe it's a drawing journal and they too can express their feelings, how they're feeling their emotions, but they're drawing instead of writing. There are so many great and wonderful styles for journals now. There are ones that have prompts that the kids can then kind of guide themselves through, whether they're with you or not. There are other, of course, blank and lined or unlined. So there's so many options, but a journal is a great way for a child to really kind of express everything that's going on with them. And it's something that can be easily transported between households. That's one of the things that we always want to keep in mind, especially when we're going between households, is those things that we can easily kind of, you know, throw in a bag, whether it's our book bag, because maybe our parenting exchanges at school or our suitcase or duffel bag, but it's something that is easy and not cumbersome for you to keep up with or your co-parent, but it allows for the kid to really take ownership of whatever that item is. And a journal is a great thing and to be able to manage um, and that they can then hold on to. And what's really wonderful about journals, if you yourself have the experience of journaling at all, it's really nice to go back later and read your prior journal entries. And so introducing your child to being able to express themselves, to put down on paper everything that's going on in their lives in a certain period of time, and then being able to look back uh, during that time period at a later point. What a great gift and experience to give them in introducing a journal. So number six is our journal. Number five, experience gifts. Oh boy, I love a good experience gift. I mean, these are anything from kind of the parent classes, that you can engage in. So those candle making, wreath making, perfume making, art, pottery, you name it. Those experience gifts. A subscription to um, a play 
or your local theater company. How wonderful is it to be able to expose them to those type of things? Maybe your kid is into sports. And so buying tickets to go to um, a game to see a player, or maybe they've never been to a professional sporting event, and this would be the opportunity to share that experience with him. Experience gifts are great. You get so much out of those in sharing that experience with the other person. There's nothing like going to a concert with your child and seeing the excitement and joy on their face as they see their favorite kind of artist, even if you are dying because it's, you know, I don't know, Barney, or uh, you're at kids bop concert, depending on your child's age. Or frankly, if you've got a teen and you're at the Drake concert, maybe you're enjoying it a little bit more than they are. Either way, experience gifts are great gifts to give. So that's coming in at number five, our experience gifts. Number four, photo books. Photo books are often overlooked. And a part of it is we all keep so many photos on our cell phones or iPads, but we don't often download them in a format by which we can share with others. And by share with others, I don't mean Instagram or other social media. I mean, truly kind of being able to kind of sit down in um, in a way to share photos with people like we did years ago. Now, yes, I am, you know, aging myself because I remember going to the store and picking up photos um, and, you know, dropping off the film from the camera, and then you get your photos a couple of days later. We've since removed from that. However, photo books are fantastic. You can put together a year's worth or a great vacation experience and gift that to your child. And that is something for them to, again, enjoy that experience and relive those experiences with you. But it also allows you to kind of look back on those things that the two of you have been able to do together. Photo books are fantastic gifts because you can get one for you, one for the child, and potentially, you know, other siblings, depending on what the type of book it is and what it's covering, you know, everybody can kind of experience in that gift. So I love photo books. By extension, photo calendars are also great. So those are the personalized calendars that you can, um, you know, upload your photos of you and your child throughout the year or highlighting some of their great experiences throughout the year so that they have this calendar with them um, as they go through. Now, when I say with them, maybe it's at your home because it's a wall calendar, but there are kind of mini calendars, again, that can easily travel between households depending on what your parenting schedule is. So number four would be photo books, but we threw in there the calendar just because I love uh, photo calendars, photo books, all about sharing memories and experiences on an ongoing basis. Number three, a refreshed 
room or a shopping trip at like a home store. So let me explain this one a bit. If you are going through a divorce or just um, at the stage where you're considering divorce, oftentimes there's a lot of association and anxiety about where everybody's gonna live and the housing changes that come in place. You can make that experience a really nice experience by really talking about new beginnings and refreshing one space. So even if you are staying in the former marital residence, changing out paint and the bedding, getting maybe new posters in their room, um, maybe looking at rearranging the furniture. Again, it doesn't have to be expensive, but it allows for kind of a refresh. We are moving into a new chapter. I'm not saying throw out all of their uh, their old things or things that are important to them, unless it's squishmallows, because unlike um, some other um, toys that my children have had, squishmallows seem to have taken over my entire daughter's room. I, I would be okay if you decide to throw away some of those things, but I digress. Um, refreshing the room I think is a great gift to give a child because again, it's about newness, freshness. If you are moving into a new home, allowing them to be part of the decoration and really take ownership of their new space and their new rooms. Again, we really want to communicate the we have now transition from one household to two households and you are loved, valued, and have a space in both households. And so making this space their own by involving them in the process, that's a great gift to give them. Think about the home stores that you love. Maybe you give them a gift card or you take them with you and so that they can buy new things for their new room. It's similar to when, you know, you send your child off to college and there's a lot of excitement about setting up their new dorm room. The same thing can be true as you proceed through the divorce process. So Coming in at number three is the refreshed room or the shopping experience to help kind of now make a new space for our new beginning. We are moving on to number two. Okay, this is definitely 100% me all the way. So if you are rolling your eyes about gift number two, I get it. However, there is nothing wrong than a good monogram. Anything that is monogrammed is amazing. You could slap a K on a cup and I am thrilled. And so by extension, I think gifting a child a monogrammed gift makes it personalized, makes it theirs. Think about those things that your children enjoy and monogram it. And when I say monogram, you don't have to do the traditional kind of monogram with the full initials. Yeah, just first initial, 
that works or their first and last name. But a monogram gift is a special gift. It's personalized and there's nothing better than personalized gifts. And oftentimes when kids are going through their parents' divorce, they can feel kind of lost in the shuffle or that there's been so much change that they need something that's just for them that's personalized. So put their name on it because it means you took that additional step. So number two is definitely anything that is monogrammed. And the number one gift to give kids whose parents are going through a divorce is your time. It's an invaluable gift. As parents, we often have so much going on. And certainly when you are going through a divorce, you are overwhelmed with the amount of things that have to get done all the while trying to keep up with pick up and drop off and cooking and homework and everything else. Your time is the best gift that one can give. And so what does that look like? That really looks like sitting down, having a meal together, not in the drive-through, not in the car between practices, or not as you're running out the door. It looks like watching a TV show or um, a YouTube video that they've been trying to show you for a while and you just have been so busy that you couldn't do it. It looks like putting your phone down and being present during their games and really allowing yourself to just relish in the moment and that experience of watching your child, um, you know, do something that they enjoy in love. Your time is invaluable. And so it certainly is the number one gift to give your child when you're going through this divorce process. So let's run them all again. Number eight, subscription boxes. Number seven, a locket or some type of jewelry. Number six, a journal or diary. Number five, experience gifts. Number four, photo books or calendars. Number three, a refreshed room or shopping experience for home-related items. Number two, anything monogrammed. And number one, time. Now, what you didn't hear me list out on our aid is technology gifts. And here's the deal with technology gifts. I love a good gadget and a tech gift. And if you throw a monogram case on it, you got me 100%. However, when you are operating in co-parenting, we want to be mindful about tech gifts because those can cause issues if you and your co-parent are not on the same page. So before you go out and invest in a cell phone, an iPad, um, or some sort of GPS watch or digital item, you do need to have that conversation with your co-parent because the last thing that you want to do is find yourself before a judge arguing about, I purchased, you know, our child a phone so that they could text or FaceTime me at any point in time. 
and the other co-parent refuses to let them charge it or use it or whatever it may be. So tech gifts are not listed because they can cause, you know, certain problems if you and your co-parent are not on the same page. Vacations are not necessarily listed, though those can be experience gifts or those can be kind of grouped in time. But I want to be really intentional about how we are gifting and so that it's not about just spending money to spend money because that can happen, especially during a divorce where we think that our children need something material or they need us to spend a lot of money on an expensive vacation or expensive pair of tennis shoes or anything in between when in fact they really do need us. And so the gifts that were listed, really we're trying to center those things around kind of gifting pieces of you in differing ways or something that is really kind of personalized to them. And so while uh, there are a litany of gifts that one can think about and think of, uh, these top eight I find to be wonderful gifts to give um, at any point in time, really throughout the process. And certainly it doesn't have to be centered around a holiday. It can be holiday gift giving or birthday gift giving, or maybe it's just a, it's been a tough week and I see you and I want to gift you something. Gifting doesn't just have to be attached to a special occasion, and that makes it even more meaningful. So with that, I hope that you have found an idea or these gift items have sparked an interest in something um, for you to gift to your child or for a friend's child who you know may be going through um, a divorce or dealing with a hard time. And this may be a way to kind of lift their spirits. So thank you for listening to this episode. Please share with others because we believe that sharing is caring and you never know who may need the support. Please be sure to check out our other episodes and subscribe so that you don't miss our upcoming episodes as well as the great information and resources that we do try to provide here at Grown Girl Divorce. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. Remember, though you may be going through a difficult time, you're grown and you got this. Please be sure to tell your girlfriends about us. Follow us on Instagram at Grown Girl Divorce and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any new conversations. The conversations on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to substitute working directly with a lawyer. These episodes are not to be used as a basis to support or defend any legal action and transcripts or recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner.